everybody, we're back again recording another another episode of our podcast with the fandom of Shori no Kiki Kahani. Guys, how are you this Saturday afternoon? Afternoon for us, but actually night for you. How was your weekend? I mean, you know, we had a lot of fun. We had a perfectly healthy start to the uh, weekend with our debates today. So it was an amazing experience and we had a lot of fun over there congratulations team sai and well done team anok you, you guys did really well both of both the teams you know gave their best and the best team and the best people won so better luck next time team anok you were all very great absolutely yeah that was one hell of a debate between uh, you know the women supporting women debate the hashtag women supporting women debate between team anoki and team say two fictional characters from star plus a serials gumi kisi ke pyar mein and shori noki kahani and both of them the teams that represented these two characters pitted against each other in a debate of fem- a feminism with three really esteemed judges uh we're here to talk this week about a, a, an issue that came up during the week uh with Shorinoki Kani which is why do indian in-laws uh, have so many expectations from their daughter-in-laws and, and and what should we do to normalize this expectations and we're going to talk about all of that in context of what what is happening with anoki post her marriage in the sabarwal household but before we do that treya why don't you give us a lowdown on what happened this week this week was i i mean it was a week about flop shows that flop plans on behalf of alok and shagun i mean the week started with you know alok and shagun trying their best to ruin their first night and you know eventually that didn't happen uh, shoren anokhi did have a wonderful first night and then the next day they had their first resort where you know tej and anoki had a war of words and finally you know tej giving in and uh, we had her, a showdown between the sabarwals and anoki and they finally you know showed their patriarchal mindset to anoki in their full glory so that was a bit of a shock for her you know and she's trying her best to adjust in that environment and now she and it's then uh, at the same time now she has to you know deal with her exams and she had a kind of a mishap with her exam like she mistakenly actually it was not a mistake it was a plant by arlo to you know make her think it was a philosophy paper when it was a economic one so sorry sociology paper when it was a economic uh, economic one so you know all those petty and silly drama and you know plot points that alok keeps on trying to you know create some drama in the show and some conflict in the show and due to which there actually did uh, develop a misunderstanding between shorya and anoki for the first time where you know shorya got into an altercation with kitty and bebo and in the with the family and it turned out that you know uh actually anoki kind of made shorya embarrassed in front of the family so we'll see how is that panic out that insecure now that anoki has you know decided to go for a teaching position in the college uh, as an assistant uh, teacher so let's see if uh, that goes down we know it's not going to go down good uh, well with the sabarwals 
but let's see if she gives a damn to what they think and what they say we are looking forward to that you know uh, all thanks to the vicious prejudices uh, that we see on serials like this uh, the term in-laws is seen by most women in india scary isn't it young women dreaming of a happy married life are often worried about their freedom they're worried about their future when when you know the fault really lies in the mentality at large that is responsible for depicting people in a certain way but also people who think that they are entitled our society isn't balanced when it comes to marriage what makes a, the boy's family think that they're entitled to treat the girl who's marrying the son in a certain way right what where is this entitlement coming from anyway it is a man who gets the unfair privilege the woman is just expected to follow the stereotype this is why uh, you know parents of, a, of of the man become entitled whereas parents of the woman woman get ignored why does that happen a woman is expected to leave everything and not follow her dreams however there are also families that 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 staying staying in peace is the norm a family where daughter in laws are treated as equals families where love is showered upon a new member entering the family therefore indian in laws is more a matter of which family do you land yourself up in rather than the stereotype so let's talk a little bit more about what family did dear anohi land herself into so let's just for our for the for, for the audience give a brief view of what do you think about the patriarchy and the mindset that you see come from from devi devi and tej what is their what what makes them why, why are they scared about anohi why are they scared about letting her study why are they scared about letting her be and then what is the problem with alok he doesn't he's okay with his daughter is doing what they're doing but he's not okay with anohi doing what she's doing Let's talk about that a little bit, Manushi. What do you think? Um, so basically, you know, the uh, whole concept of patriarchy stems from the Indian uh, mentality that we all have been conditioned to uh, be around. So it's like men usually believe Tej is a person who has the entire Trump card and the entire deck of cards in his hand, but he's care to lose that power because you know uh, what uh, uh, women uh, what what men think that if we educate women they are going to be powerful and then they are going to cause a chaos and which is what scares the shit out of tej sabarwal he thinks that the moment anokhi is going to pursue and become someone strong he is going to fall weak in terms of power okay this is the one side of mentality that tej has and and people do feel that ghar ki bahu hai to uski lagam pakad ke rakhni chahiye you know that lagam thing is so trashy i mean you treat your son in a very good way and at the other hand you treat your daughter in law in a very biased way why can't you just be equal on both sides and with devi the problem is she is a control freak she she had a problem when asta wanted to pursue her dreams because she was scared of the fact that asta is again going to have the control card you know devi and tej just want the control card in their hands and which is what they represent most part of our indian families indian in-laws 
to be specific because every indian in law family uh, used to feel previously that you know bahu hai to ghar ki dehli is par nahi karni chahiye and all those things that we have grown up hearing ki ladki to rasoi banati hai and aadmi kaam pe jata hai that 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 mentality has been broken because now we are in the era where men and women both cook together and both go hand in hand at work that is the era so where we both gender roles have moved on from early man times and tej's mindset is an early man mindset he has a hunter gatherer mindset but where is a reality check for them why isn't anybody else within the family giving them a reality check why aren't they able to is the question that i would ask because otherwise they're very modern they show that they're very modern how do they survive in the society with that kind of a mindset and be respected at all Uh, I don't think they're modern at first point. Remember the incident where in uh, Shorya's birthday, uh, Tej and Devi didn't want uh, uh, this uh, Kanchan and Yash to dance because uh, it would look bad on their reputation. You, they have that. They have that mindset. I don't know where does this come from. Who they belong, right? Yeah. exactly so they have this mindset and i think that is what anoki is going to break here because she is not going to give a damn she is a rebel and she is a rebel for the right reasons as well you know because she knows that what she has to do she has to do she is going to pursue her career she is going to do whatever it takes to be at a position that she imagined herself to be and shorya and anoki together are going to open eyes of the sabarwal this is what i'm looking forward to honestly what do you think about that um shreya so see i think uh, indian in laws are kind of like a game of russian roulette you never know what uh, how card you're being dealt with i mean to be honest like uh, it is actually a genuine fear even if whether you're getting like married from a love in a love marriage or a arranged marriage situation you're never too sure how your future or you know how your uh, family life is going to turn out to be even if your husband is very supportive you know in laws also play a huge part so the problem or the crux of the issue is it's like you're entering someone else's home and you are expected to abide by their rules but i think uh, marriage shouldn't be a set of rules uh, you know not it not any house should not have a set of rules so the thing is like there i think people are scared of changes in laws or older people in general are very scared of change so if they think that if a new person is coming into their life especially a daughter in law she'll have uh, she'll disrupt the you know set pattern she'll question everything so maybe that is a fear or apprehension that they have i'm trying to say even a fear in the first place where yeah. is this insecurity stemming from yeah. and, and so in regard more with the mother in law than with yeah. where is this insecurity coming from is she going to change my son is she going to bring change oh, i mean I, i don't know where this is stemming from in the first place but both of you yeah. are ready are on the anvil of getting married and you're you're almost there and do you feel that you know are you going to change yourself no not really so the, that that's what i'm saying people the thing is i don't want to be my husband's mother so i don't want to mummy him i don't want to cook him his favorite food i mean he already has that person in his life so you know i so see that's the thing 
we have this expectation that the bahu is the uh, second mummy to your son so don't have that expectation she's her is partner not a mother so don't like she'll take care of him why i mean he can take care of himself and you know i can take care of myself we are equal partners in that sense so that is the thing we should like look at marriage as an institution like that you know it's a match between to equal here they are expecting you know bahu to take care of everything of the house or you know do all household chores so this expectation that a, you know ideal role coming i mean of yes. course you know that's traditionally what bahus used to do but in this day and age why are we still carrying the role into yeah. lives why is a bahu supposed to come and cook everything like right now anoki is supposed to cook why did who yeah. cooked their food before anoki married into that house what the hell i mean it's so funny that all of a sudden being a bahu she's got to do all the housework and that's her job that's that's a yeah. job for bahu since when has bahu become equivalent to maid don't they have money yeah. to be maid don't they have maid aren't they rich enough to have have servants in the house it's not even about having a maid see the thing is the only if a criteria for having a being a good bahu is only your cooking skill and a, your uh, you know cleaning skills then why have a bahu just have a maid so your nature your intelligence does that count for nothing when it comes to you know being a good daughter in law your caring nature your you know your love and your affection for the family i don't if it doesn't count for anything i would rather be i will like okay you hire a maid i'll be off i don't need this thing so that is the thing i think you need like people need to understand see if you are getting a daughter in law in your home treat her as a daughter they she'll reward she'll give the affection 10 times you know 10 fold more every woman or every person who showered in affection will try to uh you know be uh, as much affectionate as they can and also the mindset like if i am getting married my mother i'm just giving an example my mother will you know give me the, the advice that anuki's mother also gave her they don't try to adjust in a new household i mean why why should the uh, owners be just upon the daughter in law who you know who's entering the house to adjust why can't you know the family and the mother in law can also start adjusting a bit you know let loose let you know you a compromise it's a adjustment between both the families it takes time it's not uh, it's not like it's instant it takes time it, it's an organic pro- process you have to give it a time but you you can't expect her to be you know a maid and you know cook everything clean everything that's not what marriage is about anymore i that's what i feel and i know i can be wrong and you know it can be because i'm coming from a privileged position as i mentioned as i accept that you know i don't face this dilemma or this you know fear or apprehension that the other girls my age or other background might feel i'm not denying that it doesn't happen but that's what i'm that's saying maybe in a uh, in coming years and with changing perception on television it can help like see for example asta as your mother in law i mean we have two mother in law in the show asta one is asta and the other is devi so we can show the contrast and show ki who no who is a better mother in law from the perspective of a daughter in law and a daughter's son like if it's being shown that you know shora is losing respect for for devi because of her behavior 
other people around them are losing their respect because of how they're treating Anoki. And like, you know, showing them the mirror that what you're doing is wrong, you know, it might make an impact on society and, you know, influence the viewers of the show that, you know, this is this is what you can say, social ostracization, social uh, boycott or something like that. So it could impact our mind if you show it positively. So I don't, I see uh, uh, this show has a great potential of doing that. You know, Shan and Asuka are perfect contrast to Paige and uh, Devi, but it needs to be highlighted more. I, right now, I'm not seeing Shan and Asuka being that, you know, uh, shield and, you know, showing that contrast and showing that mirror to Paige and Devi. They are not a great adversaries to them right now. It's only Anoki fighting our battles. Why? I mean, I mean, yeah, it can be shown that, you know, Arshan and Asta are taking a stand for the daughter-in-law. It can be a great message for everyone. Okay, what I believe I is, uh, you know, like, Manushi, the other aspect of this entire thing is a power struggle. Of course, you know, it, you know, the house is being run in a certain way, a new member comes in and she has a different point of view. And then, then the the present people in, in the home look at, look at, that person as an outlier right so how do you how do you balance that power struggle and, and you can you can you can actually define it in terms of you know what's the solution to the power struggle how do how how does that kind of work in terms of especially in joint families because in india specifically joint families like this work i mean that, that's that's how families live but but if it were nuclear family then this is not this is not something that would come up so much at all you know, these are not issues that, you know, these are not issues we even speak about in nuclear families, especially here, because, hey, you get married, you go live wherever, then you fi figure out how you're going to run the household, because that's so secondary to your your work. Everything is defined around where you're working, how your lifestyle is going to be around your work, and ultimately, the duties of the home fall in line with how your work schedules are literally uh, it's nothing to do with who's a mother-in-law who's a daughter-in-law or or who the power person in the in the home is because all your daily struggles are kind of uh, are kind of whoever is the one in the family who could do it literally so nobody thinks about about gender roles at that point in time whoever is free will will take care of the kids kind of things so in that kind of an atmosphere all all these discussions don't come in I mean, sometimes they do because maybe maybe men are bought up not to not to think about it that way. But a lot of times, you know, uh, a lot of times we see women, uh, men, men take the responsibility in in our societies. Um, then, of course, men change. They see that there'll be you know the other communities around them. Men do not have handcuffs around doing that job. So men transform from coming from India. They trans transform themselves into being those men. Because they see that the other men don't have an issue doing it. So you see, you, you become what you see is a very important aspect of change as well. And in India, I think that will be a bigger, uh, you know, thing to also happen. And I, I know that in bigger cities, you've seen the change at all. There are a lot more men that work, work at home and women, you know, women that go to work. So a lot of change in character of relationships is happening. Gender roles are kind of getting redefined. But how do you do that? How do you define the power struggle in joint families? Because I know both of you are going to ma get married in joint families, right? Uh, so what I feel is that, you know, um, when you come from a very different mindset, like 
like i have i have been brought brought up in a very very uh, chilled out atmosphere you know i have never faced any restrictions i've never been dragged by my mom that you know please go up and uh, wake up and just go to the kitchen and cook breakfast or anything but as a bahu you are always expected that you are going to do certain things so how that breaks for me is like see i initially i used to feel that my mother in law i don't want her to feel that i'm here to snatch your son you know that is the mentality that moms have that the bahu is going to take away their uh, place in uh, the, his son's life you know so i just what what i did was personally i i was very friendly with my mother in law uh, and I, i used to upfrontly we used to discuss about uh, my fiance both of us that we used to have a discussion that you know this is happening this is happening she used to keep me posted about his things i used to keep her posted about his things if there's anything in the house that he is a very angry person for a fact so whatever happens at his place his mom used his mom started believing me that you know i am not here to break her house or something but i am there to take care of her son and not just to take care of her son but to i am someone who is actually equivalent to her son and she started respecting me she started understanding that i am i am someone who is actually not just here to man up for your child's responsibility but also to to be a part of this family i willingly want to be a part of this family so that's the kind of rapport that i started building with her and she started she started believing in me i started believing in her and i think this is how you try to break the ice because when a mother in law and a daughter in law bond you uh, my mother in law is literally like my mom because uh, she will tell me things she'll tell me things she would never probably tell jainish she would tell me things i would tell her things i would uh, consult her for every little thing i do or she would come up to me so that's a kind of rapport and the power system here breaks it breaks when you try to put a Uh, you try to piece out the you know the kind of wars that you have mentally because my mother in law probably would be thinking that ye to ghar todne aaye ya whatever that you know the mentality that we have that ye to ghar todne aaye ye to mere bacche ko mujhse cheen legi which is a mom's boy concept so i don't strictly feel that all moms are like that you have to gel up with people in order to make them accept you like for me personally i was not someone uh, i was honestly not uh, my mother in law's choice <laughs> she wanted jainish to get married to someone from their caste and i was not from their caste and they thought that pata nahi kahan se hogi kaisi hogi they all had that perception and i remember slowly and gradually they came up to me and told me that you know we actually thought that you are from some different uh, family so tum to mere bacche ko mujhse dur kar logi ya fir ghar tod dogi types but this is there this is the mentality which is there and now they are like a, they are very very proud to choose me for their son which is what the level i have developed with them even before marriage and i think this is what i'll tell every girl that your mother in law cannot be your enemy or it's not vice versa you can't be an enemy to your mother in law your mother in law is not an enemy you don't live in the world of komolikas and you know prerna's that world is long gone back you just have to believe in and trust your mother in law for that matter and if you if you deal with a patriarchal mindset my my in laws do have a patriarchal mindset they do have 
my uh, dadi sas believes that you know job karna is so bad for a bahu this that so jainesh openly tells me that you know uh, he he would literally mock his uh, dadi sas saying that uh, uh, main to sochta hu ki main ghar pe baithu uh, and ye kaam pe jaye i will handle the household things and ye jayegi kaam pe he, he he says that so loudly and he always tells me that i would be the happiest ki tu kaam pe ja you take up the responsibility and i'll stay home and i'll cook food for you and fir jab tu aayegi tab i'll give you food so that is the kind of uh, mentality that we have right and my mom uh, i tell my mother in law that post shaadi uh, we both will work but now we can have turns ek din jainish will cook ek din i will cook ek din she can cook in between and she always tells me ki tu apna kaam kar kitchen sambhalne ke liye main hu i just want you guys to wake up in the morning and just get ready so that you don't get late for work that is the only concern she has that is the only concern so my mother in law doesn't have a patriarchal mindset my father in law also doesn't but their in laws do have so Because i have to deal with that come from that life they haven't seen anything else huh, they haven't when they see change yeah. around them they normally do but yeah. my mother for the older generation is much less now coming yeah. to, coming to you know let's just this is a discussion that will that we can we can keep talking about this forever because this has been going on forever right getting into your lives i mean if you were if you were a noki what is the what is what are the changes you want to see you getting into your life and you manushi getting into your life what are the societal changes you would want to see getting into as as a daughter in law getting married into a joint family with the situation that there is what are the changes that you want to see not only in the way men are brought up but also in the families uh let's start with you shreya your list of like the f- top five changes and manushi your five changes like but better think through this because your changes have to be different okay go for it sure okay so the thing is like uh, i don't know like there are two way of dealing with things one is like mere saath jo hua hai मैं वही करूंगी यू नो वट आई हैव फेस टू माई डॉटर इन लॉ हैज टू फेस दिसकेंड एस्पेक्ट लाइक सेकेंड माइंड their uh, in laws or you know that patriarchal mindset they shouldn't pass it on to their daughter in laws and sons and daughters one would be that second is respect choices like for example i i know i am giving my example but you know i don't like, i'm practicing jain so i don't eat onion garlic and potato and i am getting married into a vaishnav family so it's a totally different religion so they respect my religion and they they are like they have they, that conversation never cropped up and ours is an arranged marriage so it's not like a love marriage that you know that they are select that uh, their son has selected me and you know i'm just getting copped on to them they have consciously made that choice that you know and they respect my choice that my decision that if she doesn't want to you know not she she has her own food choice and they respect my choices and they respect my decision so respect other people's choices and uh, decision don't fob off your thinking or your philosophy on the other person same way try and adjust with their nature 
that would be my thing for both the in-laws and the daughter-in-law so what happens is you know when sometimes like uh, i would think my father-in-law is very strict or like uh, my mother-in-law is very emotional if i look at from that perspective that even my dad is very strict that even you know my mom is sometimes very emotional so if you start treating them as uh, your parents and try to you know accept them with their flaws i think they'll do the same like they would accept their flawed kid so that is the thing like you know accept people with their flaws everyone has flaws so you can't expect uh, them to be perfect you have to try and make them see their mistake and i i'm sure they'll do the same with you so you know accept the flaws that's uh, my third thing that i would want people to do fourth would be start building and developing that bond and trust so trust is very important if you keep you know if you uh, put that trust in them and if they start putting in trust you know you have to earn their trust and they vice versa they have to earn your trust so that comes with time you can't expect uh, them to trust you instantly and you can't also put that trust in them instantly and i mean i have experienced it with myself when i initially you know we started uh, you know talking to each other i used to address them as auntie and uncle and you know it i don't know at back of your at back of my mind it i always found it you know them to be a bit distant but since i started calling them mummy and daddy believe me you know something changes within you and you start feeling you know you start respecting that bond you know mummy and daddy that word you know itself gives you that emotional connect with someone so you know and the same way they also call me beta you know beta beta they always call me beta and they'll just hug me my mother never hugs me or my dad never hugs me so when my mother in law hugs me i find it very uh, you know very odd like that physical uh, you know demonstration but now i am adjusting to that you know that affection because we are not as a family very physically demonstrative so you know sometimes it's just so you know try accepting those you know uh, their sometimes when they are being overly affectionate you know enjoy it and you know reciprocate so i think you know reciprocation of the bond and respect that will go a long way and fourth and fifth and the most important thing is humor please make fun of your spouse your mother in law your father in law and make fun of yourself don't take yourself too seriously if they are having fun at your expense laugh and if you know they are saying something funny humor is i tell you humor is the best way to deal with any situation even if it is if it uh, it's a tense situation try to lighten the mood and conversation don't get into that you know tense conversation and confrontations right away you know let like let people be calm in their you know let people uh, the con- uh, let uh, the mood be very light for having any serious discussion so that is the thing you know just deal with them like you would deal with their parents i don't see a difference between like how i deal with my mom and dad and how i deal with uh, their like uh, like my in-laws to be honest i mean that could be just my experience i don't find them to be you know some like some some other being from another planet who i need to you know reverend and respect like on some different level i respect them and love them as i would my parents i think and they would respect me and love me like they would respect their own child so i think that's the thing you just you know 
That's how families work. Amazing to hear, Shreya. That's amazing to hear. Manushi, how about you? And let's okay. just close the uh, close the discussion right after yeah. that. Okay, so uh, I have uh, a love marriage with like she has arranged marriage. I have a love marriage. So uh, I would love to contradict a lot of things and at the same time relate to a lot of things here as well. So first thing I would want as a daughter-in-law is that they should understand that I am coming from a different family background. and uh, they also hail from a different family background being from different caste or whatever doesn't matter but you are different humans so you have to understand and respect each other's space that you know this is how i work like if i for example if i cook i don't want anyone else in the kitchen this is my style of working for example then my mother in law has to understand that you know i need to cook in certain way and if she has certain habits i need to understand and adapt to it so the adaptiveness that has to be there that you know this is the habit that this xyz person has this is the habit that this person has we need to be adaptive of each other's uh, habits that is how you learn to adjust and that is why they say that when you live together under the same roof you know from right from the morning to night what that person does and then you put yourself into their shoes and try to understand because i believe in life we we be too quick to be impulsive or uh, you know to be not judgmental but to be hasty about things so when you feel that when i feel my mother in law is wrong i have a very open uh, conversation with her so i'll share an incident uh, she she asked me to dress up in a certain way because uh, dada dada ji and everyone were coming so i just very very frankly told her that my clothing has nothing to do with my sanskar if you feel that my clothing has something to do with my sanskar i'm sorry to put you off but i don't think i am being disrespectful if i wear a one piece or and then touch their feet and seek their blessings and at the same time even if i wear a salwar kameez and seek the blessings it's my mind it's my intention of being pure which is going to reflect i don't think my clothing matters and she understood she 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 understood so you have to have a certain wall of respect between the two but at the same time i feel as a family you should talk it out because you know it's not that we no longer have the hierarchies ki oh my god sas se directly jaake kaise baat karenge and we we don't live in that era anymore here i can go up to my mother in law and she can come up to me and tell me that you know, you know this is wrong abhi we don't live in that era jahan pe wo meko bolegi teri kareli ki sabzi mein to namak kam tha oh my god main to itni achhi banati hu we, we don't live in that era she'll come up to me she'll say ke beta isme thoda sa namak zyada tha बट उसमें थोड़ा नींबू डाल दिया तो बहुत अच्छा हो गया बहुत अच्छा बनाया तुमने डॉटर इन लॉज यूजली आर नॉट वेलकम टू बिजनेस यू नो टू टू दी बिजनेस सो आई हैव सीन दिस इन माई इन लॉज so they have a brick manufacturing unit and everything so i kind of give them open suggestions that you know why don't you guys do this and they do welcome it so that was for a fact very new to me because my mom had tried to help my dad but then she was not welcomed with her point of view you know because of uh, because they say that a, a woman could could not do business and they say that ghar ki bahu hai to aadmiyon ke kaam mein kyu padegi beech mein you know this mindset has to break 
so i see a lot of positive change that is happening in this uh, tangent because a lot of uh, families are accepting their daughter in laws getting involved in fact many father in laws like my father in law would come at, come up to me and say that you know uh, please devise me a good plan you and jainish both work on a good plan and tell me i will do that so that is the kind of rapo that we have and the third thing i would want is um there should be uh, you know she should not feel inferior of me i should not feel uh, inferior of her she should not feel that she i am a competitor to her you know like you know that mentality that oh my god she is a competitor my god iski bahu to itni tez hai iski saas to ye hai iski saas to wo that competitor mindset has to go off so me and my mother no i don't think we have ever had that competitive mindness ki oh my god aisa hai waisa hai like there are times jab meko nahi pata ki unke family mein kaise karte hai cheeze so she'll come up to me and say ki beta aise aise karte hai aise aise karte hai she'll instruct me on calls ki beta aise bolna tum aise bolna i'll tell her things ki aap aise baat karo aise baat karo so she she learns a lot of things from me wo mujhe bolti hai ki tu jitni confident hai kash i would have been that confident and told my mother in law as well ki mujhe jo karna hai let me do and then then that that thing that you mentioned that you know there are mother in laws who say ki mere sath jo hua meri bahu ke sath nahi hoga so i belong very proudly to that side of the tangent because my mother in law always says that you know mereko jo nahi kiya she was an interior designer she she pursued interior designing and she wanted to go for uh, business plans and other things for uh, various things but then she was not allowed and she didn't fight up jainish always was disappointed in his mother for this fact that she didn't fight and he stood for his mother but they suppressed him that you know tu to bachcha hai baith ja kar ke so if uh, had my mother in law stood up for herself so things would have been different so she asked me that tujhe jo lagta hai do it you feel this is right just do it don't don't think ki koi kya sochega and this is a mindset i would really want every every freaking in law family to have that accept your bahu as not a furniture piece or not as a slave for your family but as someone of your own the day you accept your daughter in law to be your daughter believe me the change is right here right here so jainish doesn't have a sister or brother so they treat me like their daughter for a reason they they always say that you know they got a daughter in my form so this is a kind of mindset i would really want the fourth point would be um जो सोचते हैं ना कि कि फैमिलीज है बड़े हैं तो उनको जाके ये नहीं बोल सकते ये छोटे हैं तो उनको ये नहीं बोल सकते आई थिंक आई शुड बी अ वेरी ओपन कॉन्वर्जेशन बिटवीन ऑल द बिग एंड स्मॉल पीपल ऑफ द फैमिली ऐसा नहीं होना चाहिए कि बड़े गलती नहीं कर सकते एल्डर्स कैन बी रॉन्ग and elders really are wrong at many times and they should man up and say ke ha hum galat hai even if children make mistake they can man up then why can adults so that that difference has to go off and i think it has gone up till a very uh, bigger extent now because in my own family i've seen that it bade galti nahi karte aisa nahi hota families can be wrong and they will be wrong nobody is termed to be perfect you know which is why you should accept everyone with flaws everyone is flawlessly flawless flawed yet flawless sorry flawed yet flawless that is what i would want and the fifth and the most important thing is that the families should understand that 
यू डोंट हैव टू रियली लिव अप टू द एक्सपेक्टेशन ऑफ सोसाइटी कि बहू तुम्हारी बहू तो सुबह उठ के खाना नहीं बनाती तुम्हारी बहू तो ये नहीं करती तुम्हारी बहू तो वो नहीं करती नो दो माई सास फेस दिस See, she would say that uh, I don't want my bahu to be like others because she is she is there as her own self. Who she should she never tries to uh, target me or fix me in boxes or criteria. That yeah, this should be done. There is no checklist for her. That okay, manushi ko utke subah ye karna chahiye, ye karna chahiye, ye karna chahiye. No, that is what uh, the mother-in-laws and the in-laws of the family should learn. तो डोंट ट्राई टू पुट योर बहू इन अ लाइमलाइट सेइंग के ओ माय गॉड गुप्ता जी की बहू तो ऐसा करती है तुम्हें भी करना पड़ेगा दैट दैट हैज टू गो ऑफ यू नो बिकॉज़ यू कांट लेवल अप योर बहू एंड इट्स नॉट अ कंपटीशन ऑफ बहूज इन द मार्केट दैट व्हिच बहू इज गोइंग टू बी द टॉप मोस्ट बहू एंड अदर थिंग्स सो यू हैव टू अंडरस्टैंड दैट ट्रीट देम एज इंडिविजुअल्स ट्रीट देम एज इंडिविजुअल्स हु डू हैव डिफरेंट हैबिट्स हु डू हैव डिफरेंट लेयर्स their skin who have different mindsets and who are beautiful in their own ways so i think this is what i would say that every in law family very, very nicely put uh, manushi and you know in our indian society uh, even though you know we're doing so much to bring equality but still the son in law is almost royalty isn't he uh, we want often wonder why the treatment is so different for a son in law versus a daughter in law a daughter in law is expected to maintain relationships on both sides of the family but nobody asks a son son in law why he doesn't maintain relationships too you know he's 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 not supposed to it's not his job to do that it's not even in his role that you know he's too busy to do that but the daughter in law even if she's busy doing 50 things and and multitasking she still needs to because it's her duty it's her responsibility to maintain a balance and relationships so so here we go that's that's the first one when when in laws are unwell the daughter in law is supposed to go and take care of them even if she lives in another city she she's supposed to drop everything and take care of them you don't expect that of a son in law and if he does that you're embarrassed that he's doing it or it's a big deal that he's doing it why aren't these two relationships equal when two equal people are meeting in a in a in a in a marriage when when it's a marriage of two equals why aren't the relationships equal why is one side why is the boy side of the family more important than the girl side of the family we don't know why that's happened this needs to get fixed in our society when you know why is there this expectation when when a girl and boy get married the boy's family asks uh, the girl uh, girl's family if the girl can cook the food why isn't the boys the girls family asking the same questions of the boy can he cook too can he can he do basic stuff of life too because gender roles are far gone those days are over if gender roles are over far gone both of them are earning both of them have the same education both of them are supposed supposed to be doing the same amount of work so these are things that are haven't happened in our society yet even though you know Uh, things have moved on if the girl is going to live in the in, in the boy's house the boy should also go live in the girl's house once in a while what is this tu sasural mein rahega and it's a big deal and ghar jamai banega ladki bhi to rehegi na tumhare ghar mein if it's a, if it's a marriage of equals then both families need to meet equally that is very important and that being that mindset change is extremely important for our society to be it does 
Algerian society. And again, the daughter-in-law in most places, she she needs to put she put needs to put her husband's family as a first priority. And and their mothers tell them to do that. That's so that's so lame. In this day and age, no, both families need to be equally put 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 at priority. Her family and her husband's family. Similarly for the husband, his family and his wife's family need to be. Put, put put together at the same level at the same priority so the and, and then again i see this outsider tag tag but she's an outsider let's keep her out of the family discussions let let's not let's not involve her in decision making that doesn't work anymore she's a living member of your family the day she marries your son she is a part of that family and she will take all the important decisions together with your son so she is and will remain a very spectacular particularly important part of your family and and then again these insecurities and all of come on grow up women you have you have given all the choices in the world for your to your sons give the same choices to your daughter-in-laws i think that is where we'd love to leave this discussion for now the indian damad era is gone the indian bahu era is here but then we don't want the, it to be a ultra feminist indian Bahu era without the Indian Damat tagging along. So what we're asking for is an equalitarian era where whatever is going on with the Indian Indian Damat for so many years is exactly the same priority that Indian Bahu gets. I think that's where we call it a society of equals. And with that, I love to call it uh, a wrap. I'd love to have you uh, over again next week. This was an amazing discussion and great to have you here. Bye. Thank you.